And welcome to another show of Don't Get This Twisted. I am Rob, along with my co-host, as always, Tina. How you doing, Tina? Hanging in there, Rob. Just trying to stay out of the heat. It's a uh, scorcher right now. <laughs> it is It is quite warm in sunny Southern California, although yes. I guess it's warm all over the country. So we're it not alone. It is. I was in yeah. Sacramento and Vegas and nothing was under 100. I mean, yeah, 100 that's... was actually doing really well, but... 117, 118 was what it climbed to. And man, that was some hot days. Yeah. Vegas is no joke when it comes to the heat. That is for sure. Yeah. So we have um, a subject this week that I guess came from one of your friends, because I remember Mm -hmm. you told me at the end of the show last week off the air. So then and I threw it out on our socials and some friends of mine actually came back. It was what changed your feelings for someone you were madly in love with? And well, I I think that that's probably very common at some point in your life. Absolutely. Whether it's young or maybe when you're a little older. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I love some of the people who listen to our show because they're brutally honest when they leave messages behind um, a friend of mine on our fi- my personal Facebook only because when I post it goes to all my socials. So um, I posted that this was a show that was coming up for the week and it said she said opening my eyes and not listening to the fantasy relationship I had created in my own mind. I was being Mm -hmm. mentally and physically abused. Once I saw what I was really in, I was able to end what never should have started. Ooh, it's a hard one. Yeah, I I think like the whole mentally abused and physically abused obviously are two totally different stories when they're combined. It's a whole other menagerie of craziness. Mm -hmm. Um, Physically abusing, uh, no one should stay in. I think that that's a crazy thing, whether you're madly in love with somebody or not. Um, And definitely not the first time I've heard it from friends or people in my life. Right. Um, I have a friend who was in an abusive relationship physically for many, many, many years. As well as someone who was in a mentally abusive relationship for like almost 17. So if not actually probably more because I think she was in it. Uh, she got out of it after 17. I think it was m- mentally before that. So I think those are, are obvious reasons to get out of it. Absolutely. And whether you're madly in love or not, I think I being you. madly in love m- makes you very blind yeah, it does. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it does. <laughs> it, it's it's easy to make you blind when you see things like that. Um, the next one is a whole other a whole other thing. Um, a buddy of mine who I used to work with in the 90s, he says, when the guy she was screwing on the side called me to complain, she was cheating on him. Mm. So my friend was 
he assumed he the boyfriend the main guy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so the other guy who also thought he was the main guy. Right. Called him and said, hey, leave my girlfriend alone. Mm. That is fucking bonkers. That's rough. I, I would almost not know how to take it based on feeling bad for the other dude. Well, I think and and that happens to women all the time. I mean, I've heard that so many times over the years. And and it's funny because the women like hate each other at first and then they realize they were both scammed or taken, you know, for granted. Mm -hmm. And then they end up being friends. I've heard of that so many times. It's it's kind of an interesting thing. And they realize they have more in common with them. Just the person that was screwing around on them. But, yeah, that's a hard one. I've heard the same thing that. You become friends out of misery because you're you both ended up being the butt of the joke or the person getting worked. And mm -hmm. it's much easier to to latch on to someone who you have the exact same kind of feeling at the time. So, I, yeah, I, that would that would drive me bonkers for one. And. I would almost go like, dude, I'm sorry, but, you know, I thought I was the guy and I'm sure he said the same. No, I'm sure. I'm sure. I mean, the only winner in that is two people, both guys. Yeah, like, they figured you know it out I mean? and got away from her. <laughs> yeah, like, because obviously, who knows how many other people were being played? You know, that's true. For me, I don't understand people that are in more than one legitimate relationship like working on one is hard enough That's could you true. imagine <laughs> hiding two different people from each other and having to come up with the most outrageous uh scenarios to you know keep your life separate well it makes you wonder too like weren't the guys really using their head i mean there wasn't any tales of her doing this that it could go on for so long that you know what i mean it's like what were these guys doing that they weren't paying attention you're madly in love yeah but if you're <laughs> paying attention people you yeah. know i mean yes at some point generally people slip up mm -hmm. um but i think in this case that both of them still thought they were the one yeah. So, I mean, who? and again, I didn't ask how long into the relationship. So maybe it was early in the relationship and it was, you uh, know, it doesn't sound like it was that takes some planning. It, yeah, <laughs> it doesn't. But I, I'm trying to play, you know, the story no, don't, out. Who don't. knows? <laughs> don't play you know, that. who knows? I, I, I totally get it. You know, when you're madly in love with somebody, it, it, it is easy to be blind to a lot of things. Or you, you just let shit fly. I mean, true. No, that's true. I think we've all done that in our lives where we're with somebody and we just don't want to rock the boat. So we don't. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you 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 keep things that are maybe not as bad. And you go, eh, I can that one I can let go. And I can yeah. let this one go. And then I can let that one go. Well, I don't think you I don't really think you think of it like that, because if you think of it, it's bothering you enough that you should say something. But I think that if you get signs and you're just you're too busy to pay attention, you just let it 
let it slide. Mm -hmm. I see that happening a lot. Like I've done that. Every, I think everybody does that. It's not just somebody that's been cheated on. I'm guessing more in the dating world to me that this would happen. You know, the, the having something happen to you that makes you madly and, you know, cause you're madly in love. I think once you're in a legitimate relationship and decide maybe you're going to move in with each other, you know, it, it's going to take something outrageous to make you fall out of love. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, when you're, when you're madly in love and blind and to, you know, some things that you would just are letting go, that's when it hits you when it's a, uh, a dating thing, I, I think. Um, but you know, I, I'm kind of a, it, it takes a lot for me cause like I fall pretty hard. So, you know, I would be like, Oh, you know, I, I don't think I've ever fallen out of love with someone that I was like madly, madly in love with, with the exception of maybe age, right? I aged out of it because, you know, I think our friend, when I was 18, I was goo goo. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I was goo goo, goo goo, like just burr. I mean, yeah, she could have tried to stab me and I probably would have looked, you know, looked past it. I'd have been like, nah, it was a mistake. She slipped. Mm-hmm. Like trying to find a reason. Um, thankfully, she decided to join the military and move off and do her own thing, you know, and so I didn't have to worry about that. And maybe that's why it was easier for me because she decided that it was just she had to go on with life. Mm-hmm. So. But, um, yeah, that madly in love thing gets you in a lot of trouble. It just, it'll, it'll eat you alive. And, you know, and you do stupid things like that you wouldn't normally do in normal situations because you are in love. You, yeah, let, yeah. you let things slide. You, you turn against friends, family. Like I've seen people do some crazy things when they love somebody and definitely, they could have thought a little bit more about it, but when it's new and it's exciting, it happens. Right. I I agree with you about the turning on friends and family though. I've definitely seen that. I've Mm -hmm. seen friends look the other way of other friends and just like, okay, I gotta, you know, yes, I made this, this and this, but I, I have to go to this plan instead Mm -hmm. or, and and I get it. it. You know, you're mostly if you're trying to piece together a relationship in the beginning, you're like, hey, my friend should be there no matter what. I have to try to make this relationship work or I've seen it tear families apart when you when relationships get very serious. Yeah. Huh? Where you are, you have to decide almost between. Your significant other and how your family thinks. Mm-hmm. So. I get it. Um, but it, I think it's a lot harder to, you know, see what changes, right? Cause usually it's something, um, that changes your feelings. So I generally think it has to be pretty hard or, or, um, pretty major, Mm-hmm. You know, I'm hoping it's not these little small things of like, again, I always go back to the socks on the floor, right? If socks on the floor are changing how madly in love with you <laughs> or 
madly in love you are with somebody, you were never madly in love. Um, I think it's seeing past the major f- things and and going, OK. How can I say this? With a, looking past something that. Might not even be with you like I I could be madly in love with somebody and they choose someone else. Mm-hmm. And uh, to me, the the my feelings haven't changed. I just understand that maybe I wasn't the one. Right. Well, I think you know that's what I mean? maturity like, and just going around the block a few times. You know, you get you you, you figure things out as you grow grow up or grow older. Mm-hmm. Well, life experiences definitely will teach you things that you don't have when you're in your twenties. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. It, it, it makes you go, Hey, so in my case, I don't think I've lost feelings. I just understand that. Look, there's circumstances involved in everything, but mm-hmm. I'm going to guess that cheating is probably reason number one of why of why it would happen. And and it should be obvious why, because most people think if I'm madly in love with this person and they are madly in love, quote unquote, you know, the only thing that's going to stop that feeling is cheating or. Uh, yeah, cheating, that, that's the best way of putting it without I could say going outside the relationship, but if you're in that, you've already decided. Mm hmm. But I I think the other things that will stop or will change feelings for people are the outside things like family talking to other people. Mm-hmm. Um, I was not talking, in my case. <clears throat> sorry, huh? I was talking today to someone um, that said that the reason that he left and finally decided to leave his relationship was physical abuse. Like she came at him. And he didn't fight back. But after it was over, he was like, that was more disrespect than I could deal with. And that's I'm done with you. Yeah, I look, you know, well, because there's there's a roadmap for the future. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's if. Once physical abuse starts, it's a slippery slope from then on. Mm-hmm. So for me. I, I, I'm very upfront about that. Like, do not hit me. Whatever you do, because it's a no win situation for most people. Right. I know we've talked about it before, but if, if a smaller woman is throwing punches at me, I'm damned if I hit her. Right. Mm -hmm. Now I'm horrible, but I'm a big guy. So let's say I wrap my arms around her and hold her down on the bed. I'm just making her more mad. So -hmm. when I let go of her, she's like a fucking hornet that's now (laughs) really mad. So you're damned if you do and damned if you don't. Obviously, you don't want to hit anybody. So I'm like, look, go to another room, separate, sit on opposite sides, break whatever the fuck you want to. That's yours. Just (laughs) that's yours. (laughs) That's yours. Mm -hmm. Hey, because look, I'm. Because I hate to say women are crazy. Men, men generally don't break shit. That's not theirs. They just get mad and break shit. 
women will go out, pick up your PlayStation and fucking throw it on the ground because they know it's going to hurt you more. Mm -hmm. And to me, that's just crazy shit. That's like that would make me go, okay, I'm done Mm -hmm. because you're doing something out of spite instead of doing it out of anger. There's a difference between you're arguing in the kitchen and there happens to be a spoon on the on the counter and now I throw it. But but marching out of the kitchen, around the corner, down the hall to the living room and picking up the PlayStation and slamming it on the ground because, you know, it's going to incite even more crazy. You're asking for it. You're to me, you're just asking for me to pack my bags and go, Mm -hmm. okay, I'm done. Or get slapped. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that will make a man come after you. I remember when I was 18, I. I had a a horrible date with a guy that I had been with for for quite a while. And um, he had just acted like a freaking idiot. We got back to the house. I was pissed. He was pissed. We were acting like fools. He said something stupid. I picked up a trophy and I hurled it at him. (laughs) And it was like head over foot going at him. He deflected it. And the next thing I know, we were in a full blown fist fight and I did not come out at the winner and I provoked it. Like I could have just stayed gone. You know, I just, Mm -hmm. just leave, just walk away, just do whatever you do. But at at 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Do you really do that? Like, no, Mm -hmm. you go after a person. So I'm still friends with this person to this day. And we talked about it and I was like, what a dumbass I was like, I deserved what I got. He, he definitely is apologetic. and was like, I can't believe I did that to you. I was so sorry, but you don't incite a man to come at you as a man would being a woman, you shouldn't push a person to that degree. So I felt like I owed him an apology too, because I let that rip. I did. Right. Yeah. I think that either side should never try to incite anything. Mm -hmm. You're, you're just pushing people to a breaking point. Mm -hmm. And no matter how madly in love you are, there's always a, there's always a breaking point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I think is is obviously the nature of the beast when it comes to personalities and how people are, mm-hmm. which is no matter how madly in love you are, you have to see people for who they are and and understand within the confides of this little thing we call a relationship, how easily you can get outside the bounds of people quite quickly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um for me, it, it probably takes a lot because I'm pretty easygoing and I would like to tell you that I communicate well because I'm to a point now where I'll just say whatever the hell is on my mind because mm-hmm. there's sitting on your hands and going, OK, let's take this one. I'm just going to take this and uh, it, it it builds in everyone and then people snap. Right. For and sure. Then you end up with someone packing all their shit and throwing it in a car and never talking with each other ever again. Mm-hmm. I'd rather go, hey, this is how I feel. This is where I'm at. How do we fix it? Because yeah, how often does that happen, though, really? It, it's very, very, very rare. Yeah, I, I would probably say better in. Um, 
our age group now. I think that as you get older, you get um, less fire in your belly, <laughs> less fire in your belly. But you, you try to see um, the other where point the of view. where well, one point of view and where the fight might go. If you say something shitty instead of just going, hey, <laughs> this and this and this, how do we how can we step back so neither of us are fighting with each other or leaving? Because, I mean, look, I, I, I've talked to, you know, my friend where she's been left at a dinner this fool got up during dinner and left and didn't come back. Wow. Yeah. The same, same couple were at a bar. There was a, a guy telling her, Hey, you're very pretty. This guy again, saw what happened and left. What the hell is he so weak that he can't <sighs> handle somebody saying something to her? What well, the hell? Uh, well, maybe that that there could be an issue there as well that I don't know, because I, I really don't dig deep in with their relationship. But mm -hmm. like I had told her, like, I'm I'm the guy who would w have walked up and been like, hey, did he buy you a drink yet? Because if you don't tell him we're at table three and he can send one over <laughs> like I'd, I'd be that dick. I'd be like, bro, you can buy her drinks all day. She's still going home with me. Right. So it's irrelevant. Mm -hmm. So you're you're good. Have at it. And you can tell her she's pretty because she is. And mm -hmm. she's still going home with me. <laughs> so, you know, you can do, you know, do it how you wish. But to me, those are the the building blocks of losing feelings for someone mm -hmm. you're madly in love with. Well, Shit like sure. that. I, I couldn't imagine. I guess same couple were at. We're at the beach hanging out. Um, something came up. Uh, there was a text message that came from someone who much younger, and I mean a lot younger, through um, her daughter, a friend. Guy flips out, walks out, walks out uh, in the middle of nowhere in, in you know, an hour and a half or two hours from where we live and just left and never came back. She had to drive home and, and like, so to me, these are just, these are the things that would kill me. I'd be like, okay, no, if you could, you'd leave one time with me after that, it would be done. Mm -hmm. Like, no, nah, that's child. That's childish shit. Be a man, man up. If you're pissed at her, you don't, first of all, if you're mad at someone like that, you don't yell at him in front of everybody. For sure. It's the first thing you don't do. Mm -hmm. You know, handle the situation like the one with the guy. Like I said, I'm that kind of dick. I would have made him just feel small. And then I would have walked back to the table and I'd have waved like, hey, drop the drink here and we're good. <laughs> and then got, you know, went on from there. And then I would have, you know, said something to her like, hey, look, you know, whatever happened. I overreacted or, you know, whatever. But let's not take this the rest of the night because I've seen that, too. We've all been at a place where either at dinner or a bar, mostly a bar, <laughs> sitting back, 
watching the couple in the background <laughs> and you're with your friends going, this is where the shit gets crazy. Like, right. like, you, and, yeah. Cause you, you know, it's happening. <clears throat> it, it's, it's going crazy over there and they're, and you can see it building, right? It's like a la- It's like a uh, staircase. Mm-hmm. She jumps up, he jumps up and it's, and then the friends around them will be like her girlfriend will say something or tell the guy. And then I've been with my friend, we were watching a, a game and I was like, this shit's going to get out of fucking control. And, and we were way far away. So we didn't hear the conversation, but we were both, <laughs> um, putting the words in each, in their mouths from way far away. <laughs> right. So, you know, I, I'm playing the dude and and he is playing the girl and he's like, you've done this and you stared at her. And, and I was like, it, it's crazy how that kind of shit happens in public, probably way more than it should. Mm-hmm. Especially in a bar, like it, nine times out of a 10 out of 10, if you're in a bar, you could find some sort of relationship drama some mm-hmm. sort there's oh, always sure. something good going on yeah it it's well alcohol is the <laughs> beginner of that um those are the to me are the building blocks of of an easy way to lose the feelings for the people you're madly in love with because it's it's slowly taking your your soul away from you right whatever that oh, burning heart is in your chest your patience you know Yes, which is is taking those whatever, you know, if you believe in the soul and the heart and that they work together, you know, it'll take that and it'll break you down to the point where the person that you fell in love with is far, far gone, Mm -hmm. even though they probably aren't. It's just these small things that you can't get over Mm -hmm. because of whatever. And like I said, uh, uh, the. The guy who had the other guy call and say, you know, stop hitting or stop messing around with my girl is crazy, you know, but I'm sure it happens more often than we think, you know, we're in a small circle. And I think as you get a little older, hopefully you aren't playing games like that. Mm -hmm. To me, I it's just it's more work to play those type of games and it's worth I, I would rather just be in a relationship and be like, look, what well, do you really, want? What do I want? Are you really getting a satisfying relationship if you're always looking for the next best thing or somebody else or there's more than one person in that spotlight? I don't know that you really do because that's an mm-hmm. intimate part of a relationship. And if you're not tapping into that because there's always somebody else there, you're missing a big portion of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, for sure. Um, you probably hear a lot more of the craziness (laughs) because of being in, in the hair industry, you know, you're doing just being a woman too. I mean, I'm, my dad was saying today, he goes, why is it that everybody tells you things? You have a story for everything. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I was wondering why that is, but I guess, cause I like to talk to people. So they they definitely will talk back and being a hairdresser and doing hair and it's an intimate sort of vibe. So I'm sure people open up to me more than most because of that too. Um, but yeah, it's, I hear a lot. I had a friend, the, the one that started this, this podcast idea, uh, he told me that, you know, as he, I guess he met a girl 
and he was with her for a few months and it didn't work out and they broke up. And then she came back pregnant four months later, which tells me that she either was sleeping with somebody else or she waited until that four month was over so she couldn't have an abortion. So he wouldn't tell her to do something, you know, because women like to show up late. Mm -hmm. Um, And and he had to make things right enough to raise these kids and you know how he was like I was too late like I wish I would have stopped the relationship sooner she wasn't for me they have a really tremult like it's it's just trouble it, the I, I don't know how else to put it it's trouble their relationship is trouble the kids are involved and he was like why you know, why from the get go didn't I even get a paternity test? Like we should have started there instead mm-hmm. of, you know, now it's all these years later and he's trying to figure out, you know, are these kids even mine? And why am I putting up with this bitch that I that I never loved? I mean, they didn't get to the point where they loved each other. Mm-hmm. You know, they broke up and he had to now he has to deal with her for the rest of his life because of these kids. And then on top of it, the poor guy got twins. Like how, <sighs> how bad does your luck need to be that you get double slapped, you know, from yeah. a bad situation? I, I, I feel for him, but at the same time, then, then I also say, and you also have two kids that love you and you could work with that. You know what I mean? So I feel for him on one, in one aspect, but then another, I'm like, is it really that bad? Cause you know, you have it, kids. Yeah. I mean, look, it's a, it's any of, crazy. Anytime you fall in love, you're gambling, right? Mm-hmm. Everything's a gamble. Well, we've talked about that many times. Driving to work is a fucking gamble. But when you have feelings and, and you start um, mixing children and people and this and that, you're opening up lots of people to your love, right? Mm -hmm. The love you have for somebody can be twisted and manipulated through a lot of different people. So like me and, and not that this happened to me, but I'll give you the example. I was with somebody who had children. Mm -hmm. So you know, once I was in and decided to go down that road of trying to make a pseudo family, you know, the, they, I had feelings for my daughters. Like I loved them. They're, they're mine. I mean, I call them my daughters. They're as much as they're my stepkids, they're mine. I mean, I raised them and, and they're just, you know, I still talk to them. Mm-hmm. But when you put people in a situation of, feelings and choosing sides when things go sideways other things are are manipulated like your kids choose sides or they you know in my case I was lucky you know my I still talk to both my daughters but some people don't and you get Mm -hmm. caught in another situation where you know, those are the things that change your feelings towards people, even on the way out. So mm-hmm. this is someone that you were in love with. And things go sideways. And now there's different feelings. Like I remember my ex-wife left and 
my oldest daughter was, or my youngest, my middle girl, um, was still in high school and wanted to finish school. So I was like, whatever, you can stay here until our, the housing situation gets taken care of. My boy was like six. So it was up every morning, getting ready for school. She mm-hmm. got up, went to high school, was doing her thing. Well, she graduated from high school and she had told her mom at the time that she would go and live with grandma after <laughs> graduation. Well, she didn't want to. She wanted she all her friends were near me or near us where we used to live. So she wanted to stay there. And I said, look, I don't care. Stay until the situation with my housing and divorce and everything got going. Well, she made her daughter move. Really? Which, yeah, which look, I, I see both of it. If you if you have give your word to somebody that you're going to go there, you should, you know, stick to your word but i think that look i i didn't have much time where i lived anyway it was only going to be maybe two months before everything went sideways and she could have went and moved with grandma until then she would have got two more months with her friends blah 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 so i i see how feelings will change for people even after you've decided that it's over. Mm-hmm. So the person that you were in love with can can make it that you now have absolutely no love for them because they've gone against everything that you've your love was based on. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a rough thing. That's <clears throat> that happens even in in relationships that are not sexual. Uh, for instance, my my daughter that I adopted, like she has, you know, she definitely did not want to be around me anymore. She made that very clear. But but I didn't think that she could ever kill my feelings towards her. I I had no idea because I still talk to my exes. I still, um, you know, mend fences with friends after years and years. Like I'm not one that could that stays mad. If it's somebody that I loved, I will love them to the day I die. Mm-hmm. She's been the only person in my whole life that I'm just like, wow, you really killed my heart. Like, it's not it's not open for business with you anymore, kid. Right. Like, I'm I'm sure if she came back around and she tried. Things could build and, and start again. But I don't know that I will ever love her the way that I loved her when she was young and open to being a part of me. You know, it's yeah. just that she killed it. And it, it makes me so sad because we did have a really good relationship when she lived with us. We had a lot of fun. It was not perfect, but it's just sad. It's sad that I don't, I've gotten so done with her. Like she doesn't even allow her, her father, who was my ex to talk to me about her. And I'm like, cool. Don't like, don't, don't talk to me anymore. You could have her, you could have it all. And it makes me sad. Cause I didn't know that anybody could kill my love the way that she did, right. but uh, it was good until uh, it wasn't, you know? Right. I, I can see that though. I, I see where you're coming from. Um, I, you know, I have someone that I would say I'm pretty head over heels for. Mm-hmm. She decided to go another route with somebody else. 
and it stung. But I also had, I was trying to be the bigger man in a lot of things in my life, not just with her, but everything. And, and I said, look, in my own head, I said, look, I know who I am. And if happiness is a weird thing, right? It's so hard to find that. Mm-hmm. And I think that you should jump at certain things. And if you feel that that's the opportunity, do it. But I don't think that I've lost the feeling because I do. I still do love her to death. And um, but I kind of like you where I would say my heart would be a bit more guarded. You know, if if something came around later on. But I would definitely do it because I'm also one to say that you have to live, mm-hmm. but definitely more guarded. But look, uh, you have to do what is right for you. And 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 I think that's with everyone. My ex-wife did the same thing, mm-hmm. you know, decided at some point she didn't want to be in a marriage with me anymore and changed her life. Awesome. I I believe that if if something would come around where my ex-wife was in dire need and I mean dire need, I would help her. Um, I wouldn't go out of my way because she got remarried and she has somebody else. Mm -hmm. So I think there's something to that part of it. Um, But, you know, it's the mother of my child Mm -hmm. and, and I think all in all, she's not a bad person. Just like the person down the street, not a bad person. Just like other people that I've seen aren't bad people. Now, we can go along the line of what we started this off with, with physical abuse and or cheating. Those are things I would say 99% of the time should not be tolerated. Right? The, The physical abuse, I guess if you're stepping to your man and like you said, you throw a trophy at somebody. <laughs> the, I really may... did get what I had coming to me. Maybe not at such an extreme, mm-hmm. but I had it coming. I did. So I learned the... really early on, though, not to flex on men like that. I did well, learn. because you, you you just never know when someone might snap off the handle. And, you know, when you're in your 20s and you're a woman and you got a voice like you could really set somebody on fire. You could. And, yes. oof, and I did. Well, and, <laughs> I did. And I think that those are the things that you have to be careful. Your choice right. of words. Uh, I know women <laughs> who have, like to throw insults at people or th- or throw verbal abuse of things that they know are going to sting them. Mm -hmm. Right. Like if you're, if you're throwing that your man has a small dick, you better be careful. That's like something you just don't say. Correct. It's just stupid. But women say crazy shit like that, which (laughs) sets people off. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So Those are the things I think as you get older, you need to walk lightly on. Mm -hmm. Again, stay on course with what is really bothering you. The the last thing, and and men do the same thing. Like they'll go, they'll they'll go to their woman they're with and they're like, well, bitch, you're just like, you're like your mom when they don't like their mom. Mm -hmm. 
say crazy shit like that where no dude like stay on track you're mad because of this when you start throwing verbal insults at people those are things some again things you can't come back from well especially with men too because men for me in my experience men are more one track minded so if you're if you're having a problem with them and then you bring up several other issues you've just basically set them up to be a failure. Like they're not going to come back from that argument mm-hmm. with you because they don't even know where to start with that. Mm-hmm. And and it's almost like, and I, and I learned from doing this to my ex that you, they, they won't come back. They won't try because they, they're just completely fucked up in their own head because you just told them that they were. So right. nothing gets, nothing gets resolved. And that's part of the problem. Like you can't, if you love somebody, you can't tell them they're a piece of shit and give them all the reasons and then think that they're mm-hmm. going to want to love you back. It's not going to happen. Th- those will change feelings mm-hmm. because now, you know, and, and I do agree with you. I think men are a little more, um, and I hate to say that we're not like more Teflon. Cause I think, I think men can, can take a lot before they snap. Mm. But I also think that there, there can be small digs that will ruin people and, 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 and you'll that, never know it. That truly is part of the problem. Like it's the little things that build up that they kind of break down a man's masculinity and it breaks down their, their, who they are as a man. Like it, mm. it, it starts to wear on them. And once that gets worn down, they're not going to be the same person. Nope. I agree. And once I think men, actually both sides, once real feelings are lost, there's no, there's no, yeah, it there's, it's almost impossible to come back from. Mm -hmm. I, I think because now you start finding the bigger holes in their armor. Or you're looking for the holes in the armor. Or you're picking something that's going to become a mm-hmm. bigger hole. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. Well, because that you're like, well, she said this about me. And then you're you're looking for like, what can I get her with? Mm-hmm. Or he's, you know, he said this and now I have to fucking come back with a bigger stinger. Mm-hmm. And the next thing you know, you're throwing lobs at each other about how what your anatomy looks at looks like, <laughs> you know, you're like, yeah. you know, you're, yeah. you're who, who looks like this, but you're, and then she comes back with, you know, your balls are to your knees. It's like, okay. It, <laughs> are, what are we, what are we doing this for? Because we're yeah, just throwing are, are we, digs. Well, and, and then you have to question, are you really saying it, hoping to get out of the relationship? Mm-hmm. Because you've already gone too far, but both parties have gone too far, but you're stuck in something because of whatever, a lease. And that's the, the kid, bad part this. of that. The bad part of that is that you're fighting over something that's not even the root cause. Like you're not, yep. you're not going with what the problem is. Mm-hmm. I remember one time I was with a guy and I, I knew he wasn't going anywhere. You know, we were, we were talking and, and all of a sudden he's like, well, that's it. I'm done with you. La, 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 la. We're breaking up. And I said, stop. 
(laughs) You don't mean that. That shit's not happening. Like, talk to me. What is your problem? And it was amazing because he stopped in his tracks and he looked at me and he's like, well, you did this. I'm like, all right, let's talk about that. Like, but what else is bothering you that you want to leave? And he's like, when he thought about it, he goes, after a while, he goes, that was the funniest thing you could ever do. Because I was like, no, we're breaking up. I'm like, you're like, oh, stop. I'm not playing mm-hmm. that game with you. You don't. I, and I told him, you don't get to do that. We're not fighting like that. <laughs> Just stop. And that stopped a lot of commotion. But it was always like the thing that came up. Oh, yeah, well, I can't I can't break up with you because you won't let me. And it was it was a joke. It was joking, but it was also kind of serious because i was just like no you're not gonna right. do that stop it right but, uh, and, and i think that's honorable sometimes mm-hmm. right if you're with somebody and they say oh we're done you go no <laughs> uh, we're not well, i'm not letting you out of it that easy because I'm there's like, more to really us really stop it yeah. yeah but sometimes that i think that is a good fight mm-hmm. right there there it's is fair, a fight because i didn't throw anything at him <laughs> there, yeah exactly but there is a there i think there's a fair fight to go no, we're not breaking up. But but you better have the the backside of like the great things mm-hmm. that are it's like, look, we're, you know, whatever it is, whatever your your talking points are. It's like, look, stop, stop bitching about this and I'll stop bitching about this and let's cut, let's meet in the middle. But no one wants to meet in the middle anymore. And then as you, you know, erode your relationship, feelings will disappear to where you're both quiet. That used to be me in my twenties. That was me too. With my ex, I just got really freaking quiet. I would just shut down. I'm not quiet. Mm -hmm. That's not who I am. Yeah. There was a few relationships in my mid twenties that were not good. Uh, I just, I shut down. I didn't say anything. I was just living day to day you know, getting by content. Mm-hmm. Um, and I told myself after my divorce that I would never live content anymore ever. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you have to have a parachute to get out of things. Mm-hmm. I mean, with the exception of marriage, uh, you know, I think once you step into marriage, you, you should, you just need to be all in and do it. Yeah. And, and you, and you have to work mm-hmm. like don't 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 step over that threshold unless you're willing to put in work mm-hmm. on the relationship thing. Once you lose feelings, you need to parachute out before because when you end up getting caught up in a whirlwind, it's like a uh, what do you call that? An undertow, right? The ocean. Mm-hmm. You get caught in an undertow. You're just drowning yourself. It It's no fun and losing feelings for someone that you at one point were so madly in love and goo goo over it. It's a horrible thing. Yeah. I always tell women, if you don't want to sleep with your husband anymore, you lost it. Like you should want to to share that with your mate. And if you're not doing that, you've lost something. There's something that's just not there. And Nothing that you could do is going to bring that back unless mm-hmm. you change your your view and your opinion of the situation and you work on that's not his fault. That's that's yours. You need to be responsible for your part. I agree. Either yeah. partner. Mm-hmm. So if if she's wanting to sleep with you and you're a man and pushing her away, it's your problem, not hers. 
Because these are people who are coming to the forefront of saying, look, I want to have an intimate relationship with you. We have to work on this. And if Mm -hmm. both parties aren't doing it, you want to talk about losing feelings quick. That's you will. That'll do it. It'll do it super duper quick. So for sure, I I think there's a lot to this conversation. Obviously, um, there are things that will press people's buttons to lose feelings. Like we said in the early beginning of the show, that the physical abuse or cheating is quite easy. I think those are things that will push you in one direction or the other, or it'll, it'll push you to change the feeling. Like, look, get, I, I think I'm to a point where I understand, like, look, if you cheat, okay, leave, just go. There's no, it's okay. Just, just, if you're going down that road, just tell me and we'll bail. Like, there's no reason to to live a double life. Just say, fuck it. Okay, look, I don't, I'm not into this anymore. I got to go. Okay, mm-hmm. awesome. Hopefully you have a parachute to get out of that so no one gets hurt. Um, the physical abuse thing, I think, is is like I said, it's a one-time shot and it and there it can't be this um I I don't want to say predetermined, but this very straightforward, like doing it to put people in check. Not like you said, like you threw something at somebody and it turned into something that neither of you ever wanted it to be. And it shouldn't have been. Mm -mm. There are men who are just physically abusive. They're fucking assholes. And I have my own weird feelings on dragging people into the street and, and, uh, finishing them off and making sure that those type of people um, don't continue that. Mm-hmm. How, however you need to do that. Um, some people just need to have their face broken and that's just the way it is. A mental abuse is something that is so detrimental to either side. If you continue to press these mental issues into someone's head you're slowly breaking them from the inside out to where they don't think they're worth anything so they don't leave they don't think they're pretty because they've been told so many times that no other man will ever be with them because you have three kids and nobody will want you um i had a friend maybe maybe that's another show we need to do on what love really is because love is not putting the person that you're with down in any way, shape or form. Mm -hmm. And you may say, Hey, I realize you do this, but you also do this and that. So maybe you should work on this, but just know that you're doing great. Like you don't have to put somebody in their place to get, to get control of them. I find that the, the nicer you are, the better you are as a person to them. And you show the example They'll either be with you or they won't, but you're holding an example that they will respect. Mm -hmm. If you're throwing trophies or you're doing stupid (laughs) shit or you're fighting, you know, holding somebody down when they don't want to be or, or, or being too aggressive, that's definitely not going to be beneficial to your relationship. It's just not. And if you don't hit them, 
get ready to get your ass kicked because once you hurl something like that at somebody, you've got it coming. I don't care if you're a woman or a man. Like, right. You're escalating. Yeah. I went too far for sure. Yeah. And, (laughs) and, and I do agree with you. I I think there's something to be said. Like you can be nice. Like uh, I've listened to a bunch of different other pods out there and like every woman wants a nice guy until you're nice to him. And they're like, well, he's weak. Okay. Okay. But you don't want the flip side of that of the guy who's just a narcissist and has you under his thumb because right. then you're just a dick. It's a balancing point. You can be nice and be stern and go, look, no, I'm not taking that shit. But this is who I am as a person. Mm-hmm. And on the flip side, it should be that as well with a female. Like, be feminine. And, and, and that's fine. But you still need to stand up for yourself. And oh, when you're sure. not and when you're not get out of it. And when you lose feelings, get out of it. Both Agreed. sides. It's there's no reason to hang on to something that you're trying to see what you thought it was before. Because mm-hmm. when you're madly in love, it's easy to see the how good things are. When you when you finally step into the I think I'm losing feelings, you start to see the worse than everyone Mm -hmm. so i think it's just a downward spiral if you ever get to the point where you're like "Ooh, i wonder if i'm still into this you're probably not if you're wondering it's not there it's just not it's not there exactly (laughs) you know if if someone goes to you and says oh man i can't believe she did that and you go i love her to death and i understand but you know this you know it's it's still up for me to understand that um, the outside sources are very easy to manipulate people. Like I said, mm-hmm. friends can do very big damage to your relationship. Mm-hmm. It's when you question it that it's, I think it's already over, but you're right. If other people are questioning a relationship, it doesn't matter. They don't, they don't have to lay in bed with you or in be in the shoes. same house. Right. Mm-hmm. But if you right. go, if you're looking at yourself in the mirror in the morning and going, why the fuck am I still doing this? It's yeah, gone. It's gone. It's, <laughs> it's far gone. gone. And look, you know, well, you'll, you'll rebound from this. We all do. Yes. But uh, yeah, you know, I, th- I think there's many shows that have come out of this. Um, we got a, a, a lot of things on tap for the next coming weeks. I think it should be fun. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Well, let me, let me look at our, our little list of things before we say goodbye for the week. And while you're looking, uh, please Mm -hmm. check out our socials, Instagram. We're going to be doing Twitter feed now, uh, Mm -hmm. Facebook and TikTok. Follow, subscribe, check out us on uh, your, uh, podcast forums. We're we're on everything now. It seems like Uh, everything. And hopefully (laughs) I think we're, probably going to have to do maybe a live stream one time where people can just watch the show as we record it if they were mm. gonna, if they were in that so let's, let's see next week's episode is the internet making people more stupid great so we we should that should be a that should be a hell of a subject uh any last words for our friends out there who might uh be losing feelings or uh, you know, fell out with the person they were madly in love with. 
be kind to yourself and definitely make sure that you are respectful in your exit because it doesn't need to be any harder than it already is. Ah, uh, yeah, I can't top that one. I'll go with that. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, this is an opinion show, so don't get it twisted. Keep coming back every Wednesday. Check us out on uh, all your podcasting things and make sure you share, like, follow, send subscribe. this link, subscribe, mm-hmm. send this link to your friends and family and let them hear our uh, takes on the world. We're going to be uh, knocking, uh, notching it up just a bit here. So we're going to try to be getting some more interviews and all that kind of fun stuff until next week. I am Rob along for my co-host Tina. As always, we'll see you later. Bye, Tina. Have a good night. You too. Bye.